Thanks for listening to the Thyroid Fixer podcast with your host, me, Dr. Amy Horneman, aka The Thyroid Fixer. Also, functional medicine practitioner, hormone and weight loss expert. We're talking all things thyroid, hormone, and health-related in order to empower, educate, and transform you. Remember, I fix your thyroid, I fix your hormones, I fix your life. So let's get started. Okay, today we're going to talk very briefly about low-dose naltrexone because many of you have been asking about it. And it is a very good treatment to add in for those of you who have Hashimoto's or any autoimmune condition. So I want to go over the pros and just a few of the cons, although there's not many, and teach you about LDN if you're not on it. Maybe think about talking to your doctor about implementing. Are you finally at your wit's end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. They're not even testing properly. So come work with myself and my team. We prescribe to all 50 states and parts of Canada. I have you covered. I've been building this team for years so that I could help you no matter where you are. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes, book a free application call. We're going to go over your current health situation, what worked, what hasn't worked, all the things. And then we will pair you up with the right program for you where we will do it all. You will come out the other side of the program, totally optimized, getting your life back. You're going to recognize the person you see in the mirror again. Doesn't that sound absolutely amazing? Well, it might sound... Like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. Okay, LDN. First of all, it's low-dose naltrexone. Let's talk about naltrexone and what it is. Naltrexone was used back in the 80s for opioid withdrawal. It's also used in certain cases of alcoholism because it's blocking those receptors. So essentially, those who are addicted to pain meds, or alcoholics, it will block those receptor sites so you don't get the high. You don't get the benefit from using and abusing. Then we found that low dose, now that the dose that's used in opioid withdrawal is 50 to 100 milligrams per day. The dose that we use in low dose naltrexone is 1.5 to 4.5 milligrams per day. So significant difference. Now, those using LDN, some people will report that they don't get drunk when they're trying to, but that's not the case with most people because it's such a low, low dose. So low-dose naltrexone, LDN, it modulates the immune system and lowers autoimmune antibodies. So this is for any autoimmune condition, not just Hashimoto's. This is Crohn's, MS, celiac disease. Anytime that I see a patient come to me and they are literally an autoimmune ball of fire, we are definitely going to implement LDN because it's going to affect all of those autoimmune conditions, not just Hashimoto's. Now, I'm sure you're going to ask, is there an amount of antibodies? Like, is there a limit of antibodies where I say, oh my gosh, we absolutely must use LDN? Not necessarily. So even, I mean, whether you're coming in with 50 antibodies or you're coming in at 2000 TPO antibodies, you could benefit from LDN. Now you have to weigh the pros and the cons. Like I said, there's not that many cons and you have to see basically how it's going to work for you because everybody is so beautifully unique and different. 
So when you're adding in low-dose naltrexone, you always start off low. You start at 1.5 milligrams. And then your compounding pharmacy will have the instructions on the label should your doctor agree to prescribe it. And you will go up gradually, usually a week or two weeks, you'll add in that extra 1.5 and another 1.5 until you hit 4.5 milligrams. And then you'll continue that on. So my personal experience with LDN, I added it in when I had COVID about a year and a half ago. And that was just simply because I didn't want the cytokine storm that followed. I didn't want to risk having long haulers. And when I added it in, about three months in, I noticed my pain level significantly decrease. And this is another benefit of LDN. So yes, it's hitting your autoantibodies, but it's also significantly decreasing inflammation and thus pain. Now, for those of you who don't know, I do have scoliosis. My spine is in the shape of an S. If you saw an x-ray, it is in the shape of an S because back when I was 11 years old, it had progressed to beyond 30 degrees of both curves. And the doctor said that I needed surgery, which I did have. And that's another story for another day, my little miracle story surrounding my, my back surgery. But let's just say they went in the first time and they put the rods in, fusing literally from the base of my neck all the way down to my tailbone, fusing the rods in. And then two years later, my body had rejected the metal. It was reacting to the metal in my in my body. And what was supposed to be just a, a cosmetic surgery to help fix the scar that was opening sorry, TMI, don't mean to gross you out, but they got in and they found an infection and they had to take all of the metal out and take a piece of my hip. And I now have 17 fusions in my spine. So a little FYI, things you don't know about me, basically since the age of 14, I have been in crazy pain. Now, did I use pain meds? No, I would get massages. I would do yoga. And really I would have to stay on top of my deep tissue massage about every other week. I mean, minimum once a month. When I started using LDN, it was one of those things that I just kind of noticed over time where I would pause and go, wait a minute, I haven't had a massage in a couple of months and I am not in crazy pain. What is going on? And it was definitely the LDN reducing that inflammation and that spasm that occurred from the curves. So just kind of side note about my personal experience. So I've stayed on it. Needless to say, I have stayed on it. So LDN, I mean, really, it's it's very, very intriguing. And I'm always surprised when practitioners aren't using it because there's not many people who react negatively. All right, since I'm mentioning it, and we might circle back to this, the, the negative side effects of LDN, what I have heard from very, very few people is a flat affect kind of like almost like an antidepressant effect, like blah, and an over-emotional crying at, you know, the, the dog commercial. So those are the only two side effects that I have anecdotally heard from people trying LDN who it doesn't work for. And one patient just recently said that she had an actual anaphylactic reaction to low-dose naltrexone where her lips swelled. So obviously we can't use it in those cases. But in most people, we see a tremendous effect. So even people with MS, people who were in wheelchairs that are now walking, they have seen a significant, significant difference with the use of low-dose naltrexone because you're calming down. In the case of MS, that is an autoimmune condition. You're calming down that attack on the brain and the spinal cord, but you're also reducing the inflammation and you're reducing pain. So pretty significant. Some of the sites out there that the websites out there that 
are sharing research on LDN, you'll also see reduction of tumors, elimination of ulcers. I mean, just the anecdotal reports that we're getting on LDN is pretty amazing. So why it's important for autoimmunity, it increases endorphins to help modulate and regulate the immune system. So it reduces that inflammation that we were talking about. It promotes DNA synthesis. It does slow down the motility of the GI tract. So if you're stacking LDN with something like semaglutide or tercepatide, which I've talked about in other podcasts, my experience with Monjaro and the different GLP-1 agonists that also slow down motility in the GI tract, you might have to check yourself or be taking some extra fiber, some extra maybe aloe juice, extra berberine to promote that gastric motility. Because if you have Hashimoto's or hypothyroidism and you are low and slow anyways, and you're not quite optimized, and then you add in LDN, and let's say you're also adding in a GLP-1 for weight loss, you might get severely constipated. So you're going to have to increase your magnesium. I would definitely add in berberine because that has the side effect of loosening up some stools and facilitating the motility in the GI tract. And you might have to add in some, let's say GI Revive or aloe juice as well. But I personally have not noticed the slowing of the GI tract in motility or any kind of constipation with the stack of LDN and the Manjaro. So just saying, just saying. Okay, so LDN's coming in, it's balancing the immune system. Have you guys heard of TGF, TGF beta? So TGF beta is one of the immune responses that kicks up TH17. I know I'm going down a really geeky, scientific rabbit hole here, but when we're talking about innate immunity versus adaptive immunity. Innate immunity you are born with and adaptive immunity you develop over time. So when we're talking about the autoimmune response of the body, what we're going to see is some of the adaptive immunity like your cytotoxic T cells, your natural killer T cells, the B cells that make antibodies, the T helper cells that make cytokines, the TH17 that kicks up with mold and autoimmune. Hello, my mold folks. We want to regulate the immune system to calm shit down. So we want that TH17 to calm down because when that kicks up, bam, autoimmunity, right? We want our natural killer cells, the T cells, to go out and be eating away cancer and tumors. That's why we're seeing some anecdotal evidence of LDN reducing tumor size. We want our immune system to be attacking that which it should be attacking. So think of bacteria, viruses, worms, allergens, right? That's what we want our immune system to attack. We don't want our immune system to turn and attack our thyroid and attack our joints and attack our, our gut, celiac. We want it in check. And this is where LDN can come in. The research on LDN, I mean, you can go to PubMed, you can do your research, but it's very, very, very limited. So the one article that I found dates back to 2017, and it's connecting LDN as a therapy for Crohn's disease. So that is one autoimmune condition. But there's not much research or clinical trials looking at LDN with Hashimoto's. But again, we have to look at who's making the money, 
And LDN being a compounded medication is not, we'll say, owned by big pharma because you're literally going to get it from your compounding pharmacy. They're going to make it for you. So what is the benefit of doing clinical research on something that doesn't have a kickback to big pharma? Sorry, that's just is reality. We kind of have to face reality sometimes. Okay. So LDN implemented at a low dose, starting at 1.5 milligrams and gradually going up. Now you might end up staying at 1.5 every single night. And most of the time that is dosed in the evening, but that can really be individual because I take mine in the morning. And I do know some of my patients that have taken in the evening, it does mess with their sleep. It ends up causing very, very vivid dreams, kind of like melatonin does. And it's not always the best time of day to take it. So you might have to play around with the time of day to take it. You can absolutely take it in the morning. That's totally fine. And you can even go less than 1.5 milligrams if you have to. If you find that you are very sensitive, maybe we titrate up more slowly and that's fine. But the normal starting dose is 1.5 milligrams compounded. And then we go up from there. Nausea can be a side effect. Like we talked about the mood disturbances, sleep disturbances, that can be a side effect. Most of the time that will balance out as your body gets used to it. And you won't even notice, you won't even notice that you're taking it anymore unless you're like me and you'll look down the road and you'll go, Hey, wait a minute. My pain is way, way down. How about that? So once you get to that that dose that you are going to hit, let's say 4.5 milligrams, and you're holding that for a while, you will start to feel better after about two to three months. And that's when we should start to see your antibodies come down. Now with antibodies coming down, we should see improved markers with your TSH, free T4, free T3, versus T3, TPO antibodies, TG antibodies, but you also have to be optimizing your thyroid as well. So you can't just throw in LDN and hope that your free T3 comes back in the upper quadrant of the range if you're on T4 only. It's not going to produce those kinds of miracles. You will still have to be working with a knowledgeable practitioner that knows the thyroid, that knows hormones, that can adjust your medication dose to get you optimized so the LDN works in conjunction with your thyroid treatment that should be an optimal thyroid treatment and not T4 only. What we're also seeing with LDN is questions regarding, do I have to take this for a lifetime or can I just use it and push down my antibodies and then call it a day? I say, let's see, because for me personally, since it's reducing my pain so much, my plan is short of, let's see, my liver enzymes coming back elevated. My plan is to stay on it indefinitely, but you don't necessarily have to stay on it indefinitely. Yes, you can use it to push down your antibodies, modulate your immune system, completely change up your lifestyle, like eliminating gluten, possibly eliminating dairy, doing all of the things, optimizing your thyroid, optimizing your hormones, getting good sleep, all those things that support an immune system, taking your vitamin D, taking your zinc, maybe adding in some black cumin seed oil for support with your antibodies so that they don't go back up. And then you check and check and check. And let's see if you can put your Hashimoto's into remission while titrating off of LDN. So some of you may want to do that. Some of you may experience the benefits and want to stay on. The other thing that I've seen with LDN is that it ends up helping with weight loss. Now, this is not a direct effect. So this is not a, 
let's say like thyroid fixer, increases your basal metabolic rate. T3 obviously is very stimulating and modulating to the metabolism. Berberine lowers insulin. Boom. It just, that's the effect of it. LDN kind of goes the long way. So it's reducing inflammation, which then helps to reduce insulin. It makes a person more insulin sensitive. So over time, it's going to be one tool in the big, big toolbox for weight loss, especially if you are struggling with weight gain, the inability to lose weight because you have Hashimoto's, you're in those later stages of Hashimoto's, your doctor has you on T4 only, God forbid, or you're not working with someone like myself who knows what the hell they're doing with the thyroid, maybe you need to do other things and it's not going to be the only thing that helps you lose weight, but it is one tool that you can add in and do all the other things with it. Then you'll get your bang for your buck. Then you'll get rewarded for your efforts because everything is working together. And LDN will just be that little cherry on top that helps you get one step further in your optimization process. So for those considering using LDN, make sure that you are, again, getting enough vitamin D, getting enough zinc, you're optimizing your thyroid, you're checking your hormones, you're addressing insulin resistance, you're eliminating gluten. Then you talk to your doc about adding in LDN and see what they say. There's really no reason why you shouldn't try it. I mean, short of, again, being like the patient that well, did try it and her lips swelled, obviously that's an anaphylactic reaction. I don't know that there's necessarily a way to test to see if you are allergic per se to low-dose naltrexone. But listen, I don't see, honestly, I do not see any kind of negative side effect because, you know, again, we're talking about reduction of thyroid antibodies, reduction of pain, improved energy, weight loss. Yay. Sometimes LDN will work to improve mood. And then, like I said, sometimes it will cause a flat affect or increase emotionality. The other thing that we're seeing it tied to, one last thing worth mentioning is fertility, because many of you dealing with a non-optimized thyroid, you're on T4 only, you're having issues with miscarriages and fertility. So LDN is one that I would say adding in because all the literature seems to point to that LDN is safe during pregnancy. And there's some, there's even some studies that use full dose naltrexone during pregnancy. I mean, because if you're an opiate addicted mom, you know, better to use full dose naltrexone than be hitting up the drug scene, right? So full dose naltrexone is even safe for pregnancy. So we can obviously say that Low-dose naltrexone is also safe during pregnancy, although talk to your doctor about that if you do get pregnant and you're on LDN or if you are pregnant and you're considering LDN. If you want to be safe, wait until after those nine months are up. If you're already on it and you get pregnant, talk to your doctor about staying on it and the, the safety profile of that. But it really, I mean, it's one of those meds that there's little to no side effects. The cost is pretty low. I mean, insurance isn't going to cover it because it's a compounded med, but really, I mean, my three months supply is about a hundred bucks, 120, something like that. So I would say definitely consider starting on it. If you have any kind of autoimmune, but especially if you have Hashimoto's with elevated antibodies, 
this is another tool in your chest that you can use towards optimization. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you loved it. And as always, if you would be so kind to leave a review, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, that would be absolutely amazing. I read all of them. Also, anything that you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any kind of medical condition. So we always recommend that you check with your medical provider, your doctor, your nurse practitioner before implementing anything that you hear on this podcast. And if you want to find out more about working together, you can click the link below in the show notes to book a discovery call. And there you'll be talking to a member of my team. They are an extension of me. They are amazing. And you and I will talk after that once we get you all signed up and you and I get to work together. All right. I hope to see you soon.